To the week seven edition of the IA podcast, the official podcast of the Inebriation Association Fantasy Football League, brought to you, of course, by thefantasyamateurs.com. I am Nathan Dawkin, joined as always by a man who must live on a chicken farm because he knows how to raise a cock, Jesse Jordan. What's nah, up? That's funny. <laughs> Wouldn't it be a rooster farm? I suppose. A yeah. rooster is just a male chicken, right? I think so. So it doesn't really matter. I sure do raise my cocks well. <laughs> the point is, you produce erections. Yes. Yeah. That's the important bit. Yes. No matter how big or small they are, they're still erections. Yeah, we don't discriminate here. Exactly. On yeah. the IA podcast. Anti-bullying. Yeah. Just it's because. so good to be back. <laughs> After a two-week break vacation. We're back. And actually, literally with this show, it's basically been almost a freaking... Like seven month vacation, just because our last, our first two shows of this show sucked. I don't even know if I listened to them. <laughs> that was one of them. We did talk about couch sex. Oh, that's true. We learned a lot on that show. Yeah. yeah, but it's good. Our listeners can finally actually listen to the show and be like, "I really miss, I really miss last year's IA podcast." Yeah. Well, we're back. We're officially a hundred percent devoted to the IA podcast. We said, "Yes, you are the devotees." Yes, we said fuck the winter brew, at least for now. We put that yep. on the back burner. That's right, and, and then we going, turned the burner off. Yes, and we're going back to our roots. So it's cold ramen. Cold ramen. And cold juice. Have you ever had cold ramen? It seems like it would be horrible. I think so. Ugh. I think if it's I woke up... Piping hot. I think if I woke up the next morning and see my bowl of ramen sitting there that I passed out before I finished eating. I don't I don't think my urge would be to I wanna eat this. Yeah I wouldn't pass out before I finished eating it. But I was guilty one time my wife yelled at me because I uh, I was wasted and I came home and obviously the best food to eat when you're drunk is ramen. At least in my opinion. But yeah one of the best anyway. I mean we 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 have we have discussed this. We have we have, yes, in previous episodes. But uh, maybe I even told the story then but I came home and I was wasted and I went to make some and I passed out with the burner on, like boil, you know, because I was boiling in the water. And my wife came out to the kitchen the next day. She's like, what the hell is that? It smells like, you know, burning, obviously. And it was, so she went and oh, turned the burner man. off. So. It was still going? Yes. Yes, it was. Uh, it was still on all freaking night. And uh, <laughs> you all right there, Jesse? Yeah, things are good. Uh, take a little time out. Yeah. Um, no, but go back to that story, you know, once upon a time. I used to be a young pup, like, when I think I was 19 or 20 years old, I had the house to myself for like a whole month, and I went to, I think it was after softball, I went to the man, team manager's house and we drank for quite a while, and I got home and I was hungry, and I made pizza, mm-hmm. and I literally sat down on the kitchen floor and watched my cook, kit, my, my pizza cook. <laughs> That's pretty. And sweet. the next thing I know, I woke up. It was like, oh no, four hours later. <laughs> oh no, that fucker was black. Yeah, I would like, so. I'm so lucky that thing can start on fire. I thought so your I house up. reeked. Oh yeah, it did. So oh, I, like, yeah. I well, thank God the windows are already open because it's summertime. 
I pulled that pizza out of the oven and I took it outside, like and left it outside yeah. for like a freaking week before I brought it in to throw away. <laughs> oh my god, it was bad. Oh, that's yeah. The well, it's I guess just, I don't know if this is scary, but a guy at work. God, nothing burnt out. Yeah, so. well, I'm pretty sure. See, if you were sitting there watching the thing, even if you were passed out, you'd have been the first to know if the house was on fire because you'd have been really hot all of a sudden, yeah. and your foot would have probably been on fire. Why is this so hot in here? Holy fuck! So he turned on the air conditioning. Was fire! Yeah. <laughs> fire! Oh man! Yeah, this guy was telling me that uh, he he went home after he was drunk and he turned on his grill, his gas grill, <laughs> and he fucking he uh, he made this one pound burger because he was so hungry. He made it a whole big big pound, you know, <laughs> one pound burger. And he threw it on the grill and he went inside and laid down on his couch and he passed out. And he woke up, you know, in the morning. And he didn't even remember it, you know. But then he went outside because I think he had left his like patio door open or whatever. And he went outside and he looked at it and realized that the grill was still on. But it had, I think he said it run out of gas anyway. Oh, wow. But the the burger had shriveled up into like a little tiny crispy bit. You That's know? it. Yeah, <laughs> burnt the shit. Yeah, I bet. I bet like his grill was just smoking. Because I mean, if you think about like when you turn your grill way up to. I suppose his grill would have been way up, so it wouldn't have got any hotter probably than the 350, 400, but it's, oh man, I bet those degrees just fucking caught on fire and just... I'm sure, yeah. Just, oh. I'd imagine if any of the neighbors woke up and there's just smoke yeah. billowing out of yeah. there. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with this guy? What the fuck is smoking over there? <laughs> Probably would have called that. Four a.m. Yeah. Uh, anyway, on this edition of the IA podcast, we are going to give a little little shot in the dark segment going on, which uh, we'll explain when we get there. We're gonna play yeah. motherfucker or motherfucker. We're gonna do our first 2014 power rankings in the Inebriation Association Fantasy Football it League. Is, it is time for some power rankings. Yep. We we seven. got a uh, good sample size now. We got six weeks of action in the books, so we're gonna yes. do that. Then we're going to do our bold predictions of uh, the matchups for week seven. And then we're going to fix everybody's problems again because that's what, that's what we do on the IA podcast. Yes. We solve people's dilemmas, their issues, their stresses yes. in life. Yes, we do. So, should we get our shot in the dark picks out? Word. Tell the people, I suppose, what Word. it is. Some of these guys probably there don't even know. There won't be a, uh, a music rift this week just because of the, the time thing. But we love Ozzy. I know. But a lot of times, just so everybody knows, when they hear it later on, you'll hear the Shot in the Dark song. But just pretend you heard it. Shot, Shot in, in the, the dark. dark! There we go. <laughs> That's even better. I yeah. sounded just like Ozzy there. It did. <laughs> it did. Okay, um, so you want to We actually let... Well, Shot in the Dark is a game invented by Joseph Osaki. Who the hell is that? Uh, some dude that we let text in his pics and <laughs> doesn't have any hair. Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah, I've seen him around. He's a douche. Yeah. Anyways, what we do is we have, we pick um, the four position players. and I know four positions. Do you? Doggy, <laughs> missionary, butthole, mouth. But, but those are uh, those are all the top four positions, so um, <laughs> we can't pick those. Oh, that's true. We have to go. You know, one of these weeks we should do a top five of sexual positions. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's a good idea. I'm writing that down. We're doing that next week. All right. <laughs> um, anyways, so back to Shot in the Dark. We pick a quarterback, running back, one quarterback, one running back, one wide receiver, one tight end. 
The quarterback and tight end has to be outside of the ESPN uh, panel's top 20. Yep. So, like, they can't be rated 20. They have to be 21 or higher. And the running back and wide receiver are rated... Let me stop you right there. 41 or higher. Okay. So, a precedent was set by Joe a couple weeks ago where we let him get away with a 40th ranked player. And this week I have one or two, I think, okay, that's like fine. 40th or okay. 20th. So I guess we'll make the rules where just this one it's year. 20 or higher. Well, I think we. that's fine. We'll just, yeah, this one year. Yeah. Next year when we do it. Yeah, and then yeah. when we're because I hate it. it. But I, because yeah. there was a guy that I liked that was ranked like 40th. Yeah. No, I said, well, since Joe got to do it, I get to do it, God damn it. And that's fine. So that's the rules. And then we actually use uh, the Dynasty League, the Flea Flicker, for the, some of them that the IA people that know, but now that we're only doing one pat, podcast, the people that listen to Winter Brew hopefully will just listen to the IA, and we're, we'll just combine them, and it's so much better. Even though it's the IA podcast, we can talk fantasy football. That's all that matters. It just makes it so much better to only have to worry about one, and the one we like is this one anyway. So Yeah, two podcasts was getting to be a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, moving on. Yes, so. That's the name of the game. I'll let you say your quarterback first. My quarterback for the week, if he starts, and I talked about this with you actually just before we started okay. recording, Mr. Jake Locker. And we we do allow people to say, I know it doesn't help uh, help out our listeners for emergency situations, but if... Well, we have rankings for that. Yeah, exactly. If, if you're, you know, and that's just if the shot in the dark means that, yeah, it's like a guy that... Your your last second to if, yeah. If you're totally screwed for some reason, yes, you pick him, and like that's why we let we let Nate or whoever say like if this guy is gonna play, you want him. If he's not gonna play, you don't want him. Type thing. So yeah, it would just be a different person outside. Yeah, we'll of put the someone top else in. So my my pick is anti Viking this week, and mm-hmm. I am gonna pick uh, Kyle Orton. Yeah, you picked last week at home. Uh, the last two weeks, I know there's. There's some in the dynasty things. It's basically standard scoring with some bonuses at like 300, stuff like that. And I like Joe gets mad that I leave, leave the bonuses in there, but I'm not going to do the math. So right. we just use, rather than using our IA scoring because it's half away, we just use standard. Yeah. Makes it math, no fractions. Well, a big lot. part of it is the He's, bonus anyway. I mean, yeah. that's that's what makes it yeah. a lot similar he, to the IA. Exactly. And he scored 20 points. Orton has scored 20 points in the last two weeks. Each week. Last week he missed bonusing by one yard. Ah! Yeah. Good God. Go figure. So, and, uh, do you want to give out how we've scored so far, like our standings? Oh, yeah. Uh, after six weeks, we, we didn't act after five weeks. We'd actually play week one. Um, Nate and Joe are tied with 154 points apiece, and I'm stuck in last at 121. Um, it used to be a lot closer than that. Um, after, after week four, Nate was 79, I was 84, and Joe was 85. In the last two weeks, mm-hmm. I've just sucked pretty much, and you guys have and Nate's done well. If I had one more yard from Kyle Orton, I'd be out front by four more points. Exactly. God damn it. So that's that's the name of the game, um, especially these, these shot-in-the-dark ones are really nice for people who play daily sports too oh, yeah. because yeah. You're, you're always looking for one or two cheap guys. So I'm always looking there for a cheap guy, yeah. even Deep. even when it's not football season. Word. Yeah. So, oh yeah, your course. So my running back is going to be Carlos Hyde. Carlos, you're going back with the Hyde. Carlos, yeah, he was Hyde rated pretty, pretty low. So. Like, um, Hyde has been picked like 
five, six times. Is yeah. Well, it makes sense because he's always ranked really low because he's technically a backup. But at the same time, he's he's in a decent enough system. Time. Well, yeah, that in the timeshare with Frank mm-hmm. Gore. Like they haven't been feeding Frank Gore carries no. like crazy. They've been working hide in, and he's got just as good a shot, I think, as Frank Gore to actually get the touchdown. So. All right. No, that's not a bad pick. I I picked Hyde plenty of times, but this week I'm going with the hot hand, and he's most likely it's he's probably already outplayed what he's supposed to play. But I'm gonna go with Anton Smith. Oh, I yes. don't know if that's the right word, but he scored in five out of six weeks. Um, the last two weeks he's only ran the ball three times or seven yards, <laughs> but he's caught seven balls for a total of 147 yards in the last two games it is but then he's completely he's, ridiculous what he's, he's been doing he's rushed for two touchdowns and received for three so i'm yeah i'm uh i'm i'm rolling with him dude gets like five touches touches a game but he scores and he scores every week somehow yeah he's and they're just big plays too he's been right around i mean double digit points in this league for pretty much the whole season so can't argue with performance that's nuts and he got added uh big time in the ia this week somebody let's see who was that yeah, twenty nine dollars. Dallas picked yeah. him up. Twenty nine. I bet fifteen bucks on him. Did you really? Yeah. Jesus. See, I I think that's way too rich. I mean, I I think they're gonna try and work him in more, but I mean, the dude's twenty nine years old. He's like, he's basically like a lifelong special teamer. So I don't. It's not like we're seeing some yeah, kind of big true. breakout here. It's just, wait, I think I'm it's a, just total fluke. I didn't bid on him. I lied. Oh, okay. I thought I did. I bid on him in. I bid on him in the PPR league. Ah. For. A few dollars. Well, Aaron bid Aaron $11. Aaron for $11. Though. Yeah. But, but still, Which I is just, probably more like it. Well, even then, I mean, I just think that's the flukiest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, true. So. Uh, All righty. was your uh, call. My, my receiver that lines out wide on the line of scrimmage is going to be Brandon LaFell this week. Ha! Well, we might as well just talk together. Okay, that's Because I picked him, too. Yeah. That was so obvious. Why is he ranked so low on ESPN? Right, no. Oh, he's going to be way higher in my yeah, rankings. Yeah, and he's... What's he scored? Uh, he's still available in, I, in DIA, by the way. He is. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. I yeah, picked I picked him up, him up uh, a few weeks ago in the in our Dynasty League because I've um, been freaking trying to land the right Patriot receiver <laughs> for the whole season since pre-draft. So, um, I... Think I mean I I think he's you know a decent decent play so yeah I there's no one that's more surprised by how well he's done than me I just completely wrote him off because he sucked ass as a you know as a a Panther and now all of a sudden Tom Brady's yeah, fucking true. in love with him and true well he he didn't have that bad a season last year for well no but I just kind of thought he was a meh you know yeah kind of well like yeah last year receiver. was probably his best year yeah and that was because um, Steve Smith was banged up. You know, and they had nobody else to throw to. So, yeah. Well, yeah. and they got yeah, and they got a you know a bounty of receivers in New England. You know, yeah. I thought yeah, they've exactly. just been going away from Edelman for some reason. Yeah, though. and they they trashed Ken Burrell Tompkins. He got he got cut. Yeah, they just straight the cut Raiders. him. And then Dobson, yeah. what the hell happened to him? I don't know. Jesus, lipped off to McDaniel's or something. I don't so know. So weird. Yeah. All right, moving on. Tight ends. Staying with the Patriots, I got Tim Wright. Tim Wright. Who's really coming on strong? It's uh, G H T, right? Right? W R I G H T. Is that how he spells it? <laughs> that is right. Okay. 
That is correcto mundo. <laughs> yeah, you got to break the soundboard out yeah, again. Exactly. Correcto mundo. That is a tasty burger. Ah. Uh, yeah. No, it's that's too bad. Nobody listened to that episode. No shit. Uh, uh, <laughs> that was funny. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I could definitely bring it out when we got R two Droid two recording. Yeah. So. Record 2D2. We'll try to get uh, Sam Jackson back on the show next week. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I could probably bring him up when we have a break here. Okay. Get him back in. Uh, My tight end is I'm going with uh, uh, the fact that Jimmy Graham's probably not going to play this weekend. Mm -hmm. I'm taking Josh Hill. Okay. In the Saints. That's my shot in the dark. Not bad. He's even scoring touchdowns when Graham was in there. So. Yeah. Maybe now it'll be Ben Watson. It probably. (laughs) Just to piss everybody out. That's the way it'll go. Yeah. Because it's just one of those teams that's. Drew Brees, you never know who he's going to throw the fucking ball to. So, Yeah, okay. Right, well, that's our Shot in the Dark segment, folks, and so, hope you enjoyed it. Speaking of Sam Jackson, we are going to move on to Motherfucker or Motherfucker. Motherfucker, Motherfucker. Everybody knows how this game is played at this point, so we're just going to dive right in with Andre Holmes, who had Andre another big week. Andre Holmes. Yes. He's actually, yeah, he's been... Um, Pretty much on fire. The what is it? The last two former weeks? Dallas Cowboy. Really? Yeah. I just figured he was a, um, a rookie. I guess I didn't even know that. Yeah, no, he's, how much. He's twenty six now. He's been around for a couple of years. I guess I never even realized that. I'm trying to pull up his uh, stats from the last. Yeah, two this games is his. Talking. All this right, is his th- third year. You wow. got it. He's had twenty targets the last two years. Two weeks. Or two weeks, sorry. Two weeks. Well, last two games because they had a bye week in there. Yeah. With nine receptions on the 20 and 194 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, this last week he busted out for 121 and two. Oh. And against the Charger of all, all teams. Yeah, I don't know. I think um, John might have uh, actually paid it, paid off and might actually pay attention for pay off for him. Um, they got to throw the ball to somebody in Oakland. They're always behind. Um, you know, they're going to throw half the targets to Holmes and half the targets to James Jones. Basically. It might be all right. But it's, uh, yeah, for some reason it's been Holmes that's been more successful lately. Although, James Jones I still like too. He's still getting a lot of targets. Oh, yeah. Well, not... it's just they're so far. They're back. They're down all the time. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll probably, even though I don't think Oakland's going to be worth a shit, as long as Carr stays their quarterback, I'll call him a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. John, I think John will be happy with his results. I agree. Multiple. No, I, I think, uh, yeah, he'll keep seeing the targets, and he seems to have perhaps built some sort of rapport with new quarterback Derek Carr. Yes. So, yeah, maybe he'll just keep going to him. He's, he's uh, you know, one of those physical freaks, so that's he's always got that uh, game-breaking speed. And then dude's 6'4", too, so, you know, he's he's one of those guys you could just chuck it up to in the end zone. The ball. Yeah. Yeah, he could be a red zone target. Yeah. Well, same with James Jones. He's a big boy, too. He is, yeah. Little touchdown scores. All right. Yeah. It's good that we agreed. Yes. Very much so. So we will move on. I guess this one will be fast. Brandon LaFell, we already talked about him quite a bit. Yeah. I I mean, we basically called him a motherfucker because of the fact that uh, it looks like Brady's developing a rapport with him. His targets haven't been like over the top. You know, like like that way where it seems like Brady's throwing it to him all the time. I still think Edelman's going to get the targets. But, I mean, he's got 34 targets, 
total on the season, 15 receptions. And I mean, he didn't play very much the first couple first couple games. So. No, not at all. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't really you know, get like any carries. So. Let's see. Yeah, he's had uh, the first first three games. He had 14 tar- four receptions and 14 targets. His last three games, he's had 11 receptions on 20 targets. So, oh, I think I, I think there's uh, definitely potential there. He's a he's a pretty decent sized dude too. So, uh, yeah, six three two ten. Motherfucker, that's okay. what I'm gonna say. Even though nobody's picked him up yet, God I kind of see him uh, in the role that Aaron Dobson had last year, and I think it was about this time where Dobson was kind of breaking out, and then all of a sudden he just disappeared. And uh, I kind of see that happening again with the Fell because you think about it, they got. Gronk is your number one target. You got Amendola, who's still a target slash PPR machine, and, uh, and even Tim Wright. You meant Edelman. What did I say? Amendola. Amendola. No, yeah, I've, it's all Julian Joe's fault Amand- because Amandola. Joe decided to merge them into Danulian Edelmandola in the Dynasty League. So now I confuse them too. Yeah, they're, yeah, Edelman is what I meant. So uh, and then Tim Wright, I think I would actually rather own than LaFell even too. So. Like you said, he hasn't been, he hasn't had a ton of targets either, so I'm actually going to say motherfucker. Because I'm just not yeah. huge on his talent to begin with. Stay away from him, Jay, Nate says. Nate says stay away. Jesse says pick him up. Jesse says play. Play him. So, uh, here, this is right in your wheelhouse, Jesse. And number three player this week, Jarek McKinnon of your Minnesota Vikings. Oh, man. I... I think uh, McKinnon's got a lot of freaking talent, and as a Vikings fan, I'm actually um, I'm excited for him, and it's good to see that they're giving him the ball this last week a lot, but I don't think he was ready to play that much. Um, Jimmer's already did came Did you out. watch that game? Yeah. Did, how, did you watch his uh, pass blocking at all? Did you know how, if he's, is he good or bad? Or? Uh, well, actually, I never got to watch much until the second half, but, I mean, their whole fucking team sucks at pass block. Right? <laughs> so, I mean, it's not... So, if it's right in, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, uh, exactly. Like, But, I mean, it's already came... Zimmer's already came out and said that uh, they're going to cut... Um, they're going to cut... No, they're going to cut McKinnon's carries down as touches from right. what he had last week, and they're going to bring Asiatis back up. Hmm. So, they're going to try to bring it more of an equal timeshare. That's what uh, I was wondering. Asiatis is still going to be the touch or the, the goal line back. You would think so, So big banger. I... I don't know. I think McKinnon's got a lot of potential, and I mean, if, if you're in a keeper league and where you know you pick him up and you don't, have to, I mean, in our league, the IA league, you got to pay twenty five bucks to keep him. I don't think he's going to be a twenty five dollar yeah. back yet, you know. But if if he ends up being the main man and he looks, you know, like I think he could be capable of, I I just think it's too early to say call him a motherfucker. So I'm going to say right now. You're you're just gonna you're gonna get more frustrated and call him motherfucker. I'm not gonna say you don't want to pick him up, but um, you're not gonna be playing him. Yeah, I I agree. Stashing. I would, I guess I'd call him a motherfucker just because he is gonna be a stash. Because yeah, like you said, I think it's gonna be a couple of weeks before they they really feel comfortable giving him a, a starter's workload, and until then, it'll probably be a pretty close to a fifty fifty split between him and Asiata. Because uh, yeah, and I was. I was asking about the pass blocking because I I know Asiad is a big dude who can handle himself against the yeah. rushing linebackers. So, but I better. didn't know, you know, if McKinnon he's kind of a smaller yeah. dude. So he Zimmer made a comment about uh, Asiata. 
he he knows how to pass block and you know knows what he's doing out there and won't get his quarterback killed. Yeah. So like after you make that kind of comment, it's almost like okay, McKinnon needs to learn how to pass block a little bit better before yeah. he'll be ready. Especially, yeah, that's pretty, that's I mean, all teams will do is if he get, if McKinnon's in the game, they just blitz and then I mean he can't go on <laughs> a route. But yeah. his I mean, McKinnon's biggest. Uh, um, biggest thing is you know they like they can line him up in in the slot or out wide you know kind of get isolations and and throw little hitches to him but to leave him in the backfield and have him pass block isn't gonna isn't gonna fly but yeah he's I I do like him a lot long term though I think the yeah. the Vikings have a good back there he is I mean he's averaging five yards a carry so far yeah. this year so he's, he's raw he's like, talented but yeah he's, he's so physically yeah he's a he's a physical specimen he can. I mean, he out he could outlift like like he was like the he his uh whatever you call it, measurables at the uh-huh. the combine this last year were like off the charts. I really? mean, he had like they were like Calvin Johnson after off the charts. Jeez. Literally, like he had like a I don't remember his vertical was way up there. He had the most uh, um, bench press reps yeah. and all that. Yeah, huh. they were ridiculous. But well, anyways, yeah, something to look forward to Vikings fans. Hopefully. Because it's not going to be this year. <laughs> yeah, we, need, uh, we need good news for us. So, All right, who's next? Moving on, we have Alan Robertson of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Alan Robinson? Yes, sir. Robinson. Right. Robinson. I actually went and picked him up already. I don't know. It's not so much that uh, um, I think you know he's going to be this huge-ass thing, but... Or huge ass thing. He's going to be like the <laughs> most explosive player. I'm not expecting him to be a motherfucker. Or, and I'm not saying, obviously I picked him up, but I don't think he's going to be a motherfucker either. But uh, Robinson is what I was saying, and this is more of a PPR machine. I, I kind of brought this up to Nate. In his last six games, or last five games, he's got 29 balls, and he averages about 60 yards a uh, 60 yards a game, which you know IA standards, that's nothing because he hasn't been in the he hasn't been in the end zone yet. But if right. if he start finds a way to get in the end zone, um, he's going to be a motherfucker. Let's see if he can start because he's had uh, 30 receptions on 46 targets this season. Yeah, and uh, that's basically week in week one. Basically, it was nothing. He had one yeah. catch for zero yeah. yards. So. Yeah. That's basically in just five games, so yeah, uh, yeah. I so would you say, motherfucker? If he gets in the end zone, if he can find a way to score a touchdown, yeah, by far, especially in the IA, just because he's gonna get those catches. And I think I I'm gonna uh, I'll I'll go on and say uh, motherfucker. Yeah, motherfucker. I agree. I'm optimistic, I and you some... you're the one that opened my eyes to this guy before we started recording because I was unaware of how many receptions and targets he was getting. And I think as long as you're balls. catching, yeah, as long as you're catching six, seven balls a week, you're gonna find the end zone at some point. Uh, and it's not like he's got a whole lot of other competition in friggin' Jacksonville. He's just got to get Blake Bortles to chuck him the ball in the end zone because yeah. he's not right. a tiny guy. He's six three, two ten. So, yep. All right. So we agree on him. Next, our final player for the week is going to be Brandon Bolden of the New England Patriots. <laughs> And he is relevant now because, of course, Stephen Ridley tore his ACL and, what, MCL, and he's done for the year. Watch watch Belichick make Ridley run the ball now that he blew out his knee. <laughs> You're going to play! 
Suck it up, Buttercup. We're going to give it to you 35 times next week. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I had high hopes for Shane Vereen, you know, preseason. If anybody listens to our preseason shows. Oh, man. It's... It's... What the it's hell? In, yeah, who knows? <laughs> They've ran the ball with, like, what, eight different people probably? Yeah, I don't know. I don't... I, obviously, I think it's a guy you gotta. I mean, if you're if you need a running back and you need some depth, you have to pick him up and roll the dice. You know, go out there, spend some spend some dollars. Don't waste your whole load. But no, yeah. do what you can to try to get him on your team and just put him on your bench and see what it feels like. Like I, I've got trade offers for Marine in, in a league, and I can't. I mean, I'm not pulling the trigger right now just because people trying to buy low. Yeah, yeah. you know, and well, especially with. Uh, now, you know, try to buy low, but also at the same time, now Ridley just went out. So you'd think Green's touches are going to go up, and you, you got to. I mean, they just can't give up on him now just because of the yeah. Ridley news. So. Uh, this, Ridley going down, it can only be good news, I think, for Vereen owners. Yeah. You'd think they'd give him more carries in that case. It's not like he's a horrible runner. No, I know. You know but they just use him for pass catching. Pass catching. Really. Yeah. It's so weird. What are you gonna call Bolden? I'm gonna call him a motherfucker just yeah. because I, I like I said I, shake the dice, pick him up, put it on your bench. But I think you're just gonna be pissed, especially if you're picking him up to thinking he's gonna be a stud. You're definitely gonna be, you're gonna be that motherfucker. Why yeah. I pick him up? This one, uh, uh, everybody hates the Patriots backfield because nobody ever knows what the hell Belichick is gonna do. He's so game plan oriented, you know. So I, if if it bears out over the next couple weeks that Bolden is just going to be Stephen Ridley now all of a sudden, he's going to get 20 carries if they're winning and then five if they're losing because it's going to be all green, then whatever, just play him like you would Stephen Ridley. But I I just hate that backfield so much. I think you're just going to, every every single week, you're going to say motherfucker <laughs> because you're going to be pissed because you you're not going to know what to expect. You're never going to love playing him. So. You can't trust him. No, he's he's a motherfucker. Show. We're, we're ready to move on to our predictions. Oh, well, we're going to do power rankings first, right? Oh, yeah. Power rankings. Power rankings. Power rankers. Ranker. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, my bad. My the bad. IA power rankers. Now, if you're uh, tuning into the show and you. Um, you got to take, you know, you're, you got to go pee, you're going to poop, and you're not a member of the IA podcast. This would be a good time to, or IA league. Yeah. This would be the best time to kind of just you know, forget about it, let it play for 10, 15 minutes, and then we'll be back with some more um, stuff you want to listen to. <laughs> yes, this is going to be league specific here. So let's start from the bottom. Well, that, that power record. Perfect, perfect song for the segment. We could. That song by Drake started yeah, from the st- bottom. <laughs> started, started from the top. Now I'm here because yeah. that's what this guy is. I think. Ah, uh, okay. Do you want me to release my number, my current, or who I have sure. ranked at the bottom of the barrel? I think it's almost obvious. He is ranked number seven currently, and he's actually sitting at 500. I actually but, didn't even look at the actual standings. Uh, I just did okay. this totally based on looking at the rosters. Oh, so okay. I, I'm going to go and look at the standings now because I'm not even I, sure. I, this guy was ranked number 7 and he's last week he had a total of I think it was like $218 oh, of his roster was in either suspended or hurt. 
You got Calvin Johnson. He's got Calvin Johnson, AJ Green, and AJ Peterson. Most people are going to say, holy fuck, that's a good team. Yeah, his team sucks right now. Plus, he's got <laughs> Julius Thomas in there. But, I mean, it's I feel bad for him. But what do you do? So, as of right now, because we don't know what's going to happen. Green and Johnson both have lingering inju- injuries. I want to put drunk, team drunk, owned by Blake at Blake at the bottom of the barrel. You know, this is... This is like this is my favorite power rankings. Is the first one of the year because we get to talk about our different opinions of the players and I guess the makeups of the team in general without knowing what the other feels. Uh, we're gonna vary wildly on this one. Surprisingly, he's not going into this. I assumed automatically like yeah, because you think of the worst team in the league and I thought Blake instantly. I'm like okay yeah, and then I looked at his team, and they're not they're not my last place team. And he's going to be a little bit higher. But, I mean, you look at it, and I'll just go over his team now. He's done really well as far as waiver ads. This week he's starting Jarek McKinnon and Brandon Oliver running back. Those guys are like no-names coming into the year. But this week I like them both. Like McKinnon not so much against Buffalo because they got a tough defense. But Brandon Oliver, he's the only horse, he's the only sheriff in town right now. I think he's going to have a great game against the Chiefs. You know, and I mean, he's he's filled in with uh, Julius Thomas. He gets a touchdown every week. Torrey Smith, yeah. well, he sucks ass. Okay, yeah. Odell he had Beckham, a pretty good le- week last week. He did. He scored Beckham, twice out of nowhere. Beckham, we still. I mean, the verdict's still out. Not out. Ugh. Verdict's still out in on him. Yeah, he has had one touchdown last week. However, the Giants just sucked. So yeah. However, Victor Cruz is now out of the picture. Yeah. So you think that Odell Beckham is going to get a lot more targets? Yeah. And he's a big boy too, so he could get some red zone targets. You know, take some of those away from Joseph or uh, Reuben Randall a little bit. And Alex Smith is he's okay as far as the quarterback landscape goes because he gets those rushing yards. You know, he's not a touchdown machine or anything, but really, a lot of quarterbacks are disappointed, so I do not hate his team so much, and especially if Calvin Johnson and Green, A.J. Green do come back. Well, those, they're going to come back eventually, but how long? Yeah. Right now, I mean, it's bleeding. He's got he's to stop the bleeding yeah. big time. But I give him kudos on, on managing his, his in-season management. I think he's, he's done, done well. I think he with, spent every dime. I think he's he has. He's got zero dollars left, but he needs to. If he's going to stay alive, you know, yeah. This is as bad as it gets, losing Calvin Johnson, A.J. Green, and yeah. Adrian Peterson. Good he, God. He, got, he dropped Peterson. He gave up hope on it. I see that. Yeah, so that's there's about no, There's no possible way that he'll get Adrian Peterson back because he has zero dollars left. Just in case Peterson comes back. There's, he's he's, not, he's there's done. No, well, I, I don't think he'll play either. No. But, uh, let me, just say. Let me pose this query to you. What would you do if you're Blake and I offered you LaShawn McCoy for Calvin Johnson? Right now? Right now. I'd take it. In a heartbeat. I would have too if I was Blake. He said no. I offered him that. He I would take no. it because Calvin Johnson That's what is Joseph limping. Did. He said he would have done it. He's limping. McCoy is down, but he's not He's not injured. Hurt. And he had a hell of a week last week. He finally started to put up some yards. He's going to come around. Johnson, who knows? I mean, he, this ankle injury, we don't know. Yeah, he's played on injuries before, but he might be out for three or four weeks. And when he comes back, he might tweak it again. Exactly. You know the scary comparison that I heard on is one of the podcasts, but somebody else tweeted out. Anyway, uh, they said that uh, Calvin Johnson is 2013 Roddy White. So you don't think he's going to play Basically all hurt all year. Could happen. Which is, yeah, Let's that's it's scary to think about. Although but. he's... He, he'll be better than Roddy White, a hurt Roddy White, because he's 
Well, yeah, yeah, because he's Cal- better. Calvin because. Johnson. But if you think about Roddy White coming in last year, he was still a superstar, yeah. you know. Drafted as a top 15 wide receiver. Yeah, I hear you. Whereas Calvin Johnson's drafted as number one. But, yeah, no, I get it. I, I, see the, I can see the comparisons, but don't expect too much from him. All right, well, who's your number 12 team? My number 12 is the guy who actually is a number 12 right now in the standings now that I go look, and that would be Luke's Golden Girls. His team is wretched. <laughs> well, he's I, got no running back. I was gonna say he. I thought he drafted a pretty good team. He did, but contrary, Luke, like the exact opposite of what Blake's been doing, he has had absolutely well, no Luke, in-season management. Luke is the worst fucking manager ever at anything. <laughs> Literally, I'm sorry, Luke, but oh my uh, god, he can't even show up to the freaking draft at the right time. It's like, almost like he's a ghost in our league. Yeah, good lord. He, it's impossible to trade with him because he, you have to pass everything through Joe first anyways. Yeah, exactly. And then <laughs> fucking so Joe, Joe says, well, no, because I'll give you this guy and this guy. That's a better deal. And anyway. then he just trades with Joe. Yeah, anyway. exactly. So, yeah. Collusion. Yeah. I got, I, I agree 100%. I got Luke. Um, you know, like I said, we if we listen to the preseason or the first week, we actually praise Luke's team again. I and love we it. said he was going to fuck it up. He's fucked it up. <laughs> so I am really at number up. eleven. He's still starting Keenan Allen, dude. Yeah. Keenan Allen sucks this year. Yeah. Well, his is he's got Nelson. That's about it. And Tate, I guess, has had a pretty good year so far. But I, I probably yeah. play fucking Greg Olson over Keenan Allen right now. Absolutely. I'd get on them. I mean, he's got. This, yeah, just get out there and make a trade. Get a running back. He's playing like Darren Sproles actually hasn't been that bad, but they're blunt. There's, there's better, yeah. I, I don't know what's on the waiver Matthews wire, but I bet that there's him. better guys on the waiver wire than he's starting on yeah. his team. So, all right. We'll, uh, we'll just move on. That's your that's your number 12. I'm my number 11. Who's your number 11? Okay. Uh, my number 11 is Bauer, Joe Buck Yourself, which is a great name. Joe Buck Yourself. Thanks. Well done changing your name. Yes. Mr. Yeah, Bauer. he changed it because we called him out on that one episode. Yeah. Well, deservedly so. And he, and he actually Joe called him out, so Joe Buck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. I I actually don't hate his team because I think as a same with, you know, the same thing with uh, what uh, Blake did. I think John's done a really good job of picking up guys. Like he he jumped on he Sanu, yeah. he's jumped on Holmes, he, has. he jumped on Quick. You know, granted, I mean those are all the big name guys, but he's jumped on some guys. Um, He's just had yeah. no freaking help. The downside help from is that he's starting all those guys. Patterson, you know, is is bad part is his running back. But if Sanu can stick, you know, keep it up till AJ gets back. San, uh, Mar, uh, Lewis is or not Lewis Jones isn't coming back. No. He's on IR now, yeah, so Sanu will be here. the number two in in Cincinnati. And you don't just like like even last year when Roddy came back towards the end of the year, kind of healthy. He. Uh, Matt Ryan still had that rapport with Harry Douglas, and he still used him. Yeah, well, it's just like Andy Dalton's just not going to stop throwing the ball to Sanu, you know. And I, you know, we both like Holmes. Uh, Quick is he's he hasn't been bad, and that Dave, you know, they're St. Louis is always behind, so they're always throwing the ball. So I just if he can get if if Garcon can turn it around a little bit, and if Spiller can do fucking anything, he can maybe have some tra- trade stuff. I mean. Well, he's finally started. He's got Fred Jackson in there instead of C.J. Spiller, which yeah. I've ranked Jackson higher than Spiller. And I think Ellington's just going to get better as the season goes on. And he's a, yeah. he's on a hell of a pace just for um, even for being injured and not having a very good start of the season anyways. He's been pretty good. He just hasn't scored much. He's got so. a good matchup with Oakland this week, so should have a big so, week. All right. 
that's I, I don't have I have John Hire, but as we talked we did our talk about him. So it's nice as as we bring them up, um, you know, we can just skip them, right? When, you know, when we talk about them. All right, my oh, excuse me, <laughs> unload your pants. Um, oh God, we had a suggestion. Yeah, we just had a suggestion. That's funny. <laughs> um, number ten. My number ten is man coded bastards. James's yeah. team, who's currently at number eleven, um, who's sitting at two and four. Uh, I don't know. I guess I kind of looked at their rankings a lot when I went through these, and then I just I was like, well, then I gotta look at the roster. I didn't just start with rosters. I kind of did. Was in a hurry when I did these. So, All right. Um, I just I don't like Richardson. I don't like Gore. I didn't like his running backs that much. Drew Brees is you can't play him every freaking week because he's he just sucks on the road. Yeah. What the hell. That's just the way it. He's been uh, he's been really trying to unload his Colts backs on me, which I'm not really interested in like at all. So, uh, yeah. So that's that's why uh, James, if you're listening, that's why I haven't counter offered. I'm just not interested in those guys because normally normally I'll try and work something out, but I just don't want those guys on my team. Yeah, right I'd rather just stick with the underperforming Eddie Lacy and uh, fucking the Sean McCoy combo. The duo of shit. Uh, yeah, we totally agree. I have him at ten, actually. So we're we managed to get one on the same page. Word. All right. Um, well, that's our ten. So then we can just skip to right number nine. My number nine, because you're yep. number ten. Seven. My number nine is actually West loves Molly, which is Aaron, who's currently number eight. We agree again. Um, I just again, it's not that I. Some of these teams I actually really liked at the beginning of the year. Um, Aaron just—he's kind of got to piece together his wide receivers. You got to play three of them. I mean, he's just—they're bad. They're really bad. I told him in Vegas um, straight. From I the do jump. like Watkins, but um, and Brady's starting to get hotter. But I yeah. just don't like his team that much anymore. I never did. So, I mean, I told him right while we were still in Vegas. I'm like, dude, normally, like, ever since he's joined the league, I've I've loved his teams, and this year. I, I just told him straight from the jump. I'm like, I'm just not. <laughs> I'm not into your I'm team. Not, I'm just not that into you. I'm just not that into you, baby. And that was both of our number nines. Yeah. Wow. So and I mean, Wes Welker. What the hell happened there? He came back and now he's just worthless. I mean, Peyton's not even looking for him at all. Yeah. No kidding. Like. Uh, yeah. And Alan Hearns had that hot start. He sucks since. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. He needs an RB two. Maybe, uh, well, I would trade for somebody, but I don't like anybody on his yeah. team. So. So. All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll move on here. My number eight is in uh, the the guy who's currently in number nine, which is you, two and four, Jesse Jalepsi. It's not that I hate your team that much. It's just that you underperform so much that it's harder to bring you up too, too much higher than you are. Yep. Um, so I have you at number, what did I say, eight? We're on, right? Let me just, yeah. Nine. No, yeah, we're on number eight, yeah. Um, I do. I think. Uh, I think you got a shot um, to bounce back here with, um, the, with with Palmer. I like. I like the fact that he's coming back. I think Palmer has a shot to be a top ten quarterback. I do as well. That's the way out. So I added him in a bunch of leagues. Let me also point out if McCoy that, uh, can turn it around at all. You'll be fine, and he has. I think he's. I just. I'm about ready to give up on the Lacy, the Lacy train. Yeah, he's so inconsistent. But I guess you know, on McCoy, one touchdown in six weeks. Jesus Christ. Like, mm-hmm. like. But um, I will also point out that I'm fourth in points four, and I'm also two and four. So go figure. Right. Just kind of like feels like a repeat of last year, 
It's like no matter who I, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm inconsistent. Um, who is that? Who you, you don't have yourself at it, do you? Or nine? No, okay. no. My number nine actually is, or uh, my number eight is appropriately enough. Number eight is Joe, because, uh, and I rank myself slightly above him just because I I beat him earlier this year, and I actually think overall I, I still like my team better, even though he's four and two, and I am two and four. I just, you know, you don't really know what to expect from Ronnie Hillman at this point. And Andre Williams, while he sucked last week, I still think he can, you know, he's a pretty good lock for a touchdown every week. Uh, he's got a good trio of wide receivers, Marshall Sanders and now Andre Johnson. He just traded away Roddy White to get Andre Johnson, which is, I don't know, you know, like trading a piece of beef jerky for a tube steak, but whatever. Crabtree on the bench is good depth, but, yeah, otherwise, I'm just not crazy about his team. Having Andrew Luck... Freaking put up 400 yards and three touchdowns every week is what really has we, made us. We made us. We season. really, uh, we really differ on Joe then, because I have Joe way up there. Oh really? Um, yeah, I've actually gave him the, I, I gave him a pretty good bump, Ravens wow. bump. So um, maybe it's just because I have to listen to him every freaking day and he, he convinced me. Um, but I, I just I like Luck. I think Sanders is moving up to be in the top 10 wide receivers. Yeah, and Brandon Marshall's been uh, pretty solid. Um, not as not, good as Des Bryant. Not, not as good as he <laughs> was either. But yeah, I don't. I I don't know the the white for the Andre Johnson. I actually would rather. I'd rather have Andre Johnson than Ronnie White. But uh, that's just my opinion. Yeah, I think I think Joe's got enough weapons on his bench though. Like he can survive the bang banged up part. I don't know. Um, how well, much. who does he really have though? I mean, Sankey yeah, hasn't true. done shit so far. Yeah, Michael no. Crabtree. Well, I mean, I actually dropped his ass. But if Jennings comes back, that's it. right now. Jennings and Ball being hurt, but Ball hasn't done much. I think no. he's better, you know. But he's got both the handcuffs for Ball, anyways. And the well, Denver running back like is mine. It's a fun. bunch of backups. Pretty yeah, much. true. But I don't know. So I, I am up there a little bit higher. So and then uh, yeah. So, so that's that's that. But I, anyways, that's that's. I, I gave Joe, like, uh, there we have a big dis- discrepancy there. But. Yeah. All right. Um, so that was number eight. Number seven, I actually have Scott Martin's team with Spread It On. Um, I don't, like I said, I don't hate his team. I, I really like, uh, I, I think Antonio Brown might be the best keeper this year. Um, you know, but I, I, after that, I'm not sure. Uh uh, he has he has been studly and Deshaun Jackson, much to my surprise, has been a lot better than Pierre Garcon. Yeah, I never thought that would be. But no, I mean, yeah. it's been the last two three weeks. But Garcon had two really really big weeks where he had just like double digit freaking receptions, and then ever besides those two games, he hasn't been crap. So, oh, but that's yeah. that's just where I got him. I got Scott at number seven. I have him higher. Uh, we'll get to that. But I like. I mean, he's got a really good running back duo at least while they're healthy, and Arian Foster and Ben Tate. I mean, that's one of the better running back combos in the league. So, and they can both bonus in any given week and have a couple scores. They're both extremely run-heavy teams, and with Antonio Brown just being a super stud, you know, fantasy wide receiver, I like his team quite a bit. Colin Kaepernick is very capable, you know, a quarterback. The only really weak spot is his flex. You know, he's playing Dwayne Allen, but even... Allen's got four touchdowns so far, so what the hell? I mean, there's, there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. And if no. he's on bye week, then he's still got Marcus Colston, who's nothing to sneeze at either, even though he's not been that great this year. But Horrible. 
Or yeah, or Anquan Bolden. He's who's Fort, finally starting to turn around just, a little bit. The 49 so. as wide receiver is just so hard to predict right now. Yeah, yes. and Bolden would still be last on my list. Yeah. Over Stevie, even? I think I'd take Bolton over Stevie. I think I'd take Stevie over really? Bolton. Okay. All right, moving on. Moving so right on. Seven. My number seven is myself. Yourself, okay. So. Which we've already talked about. Yep. So we're only one spot there off. All right, my number six, we've talked about already. Um, you had him at number 10. Joe Buck yourself, John's team. 11. 11. So, yeah, I actually think he's got a chance to beat the playoffs. You got him down in the, the Spidey versus... <laughs> well, no, him and Luke are in the same division, so it'd be versus Blake. Because we both picked... Or, no, you didn't pick... You still haven't even said Blake's team yet. Nope. So, wow. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So we got Joe Buck. Joe Buck, yourself, at number six. We've already pretty much discussed him out, so you can throw your number six at me. Oh, I will. As soon as I pull it up. <laughs> Hold on. Ah, yeah, there we go. My number six, number six is six the up. drunk. The drunk. Okay, there we go. So we have a big... Yeah. We basically have John and Blake almost flipped. I just, I just hate that Blake's team right now just because of the, the bleeding. Yeah. The reason I like his team so much is because he's got fill-ins, you know, that can have Still solid perform. weeks. Yeah, right now. And mm-hmm. then on the flip side, on his bench, he's got, guys he's got superstars, for he's God's got sake. superstars yeah. that are coming back. They're going to, I mean, they're going to come back and they will be good. Yeah, so it's if, just if he can many, tread water right exactly. now. And that's, it's going to be these next th- two, three weeks that are going to be huge for him. If he can sneak out a win or two wins, he, he might be in the playoffs at number six. Well, yeah. So. I mean, he's ranked number seventh. He's he's higher than me. He's got yeah. 50 points less than me, and he's seventh. So. so Sometimes better be lucky than good. There you go. All right. I have when I number five team is the commissioner, Bob Barker's Bitches. Ah, the commissar. So I got him down at number five. I kind of hated on him a little bit. Um, but, wow. it, I mean, Jamal Charles leaving a bell could could easily win his division for him. Um, those two guys are they're top notch. Um, he got um, Hopkins. I gave him Hopkins, so he's got some depth now in wide receiver. He was able to get rid of Andrew, the uh, Andrew Andre Johnson, and you know bring in Roddy White. Although I think I'd rather have Johnson um, than yeah, White. I uh, he's I think I'd rather have Hopkins over Johnson. So that's just my personal opinion, especially with the the keeper value. So I think yeah. he, you know he's got some depth there. You know, he could if some of his wide receivers do some things, he could definitely make a make a make a run for the division title. But right now I have a number five. I sadly love Tim's team. Uh, he's got yeah. easily the best running back duo in the league with Le'Veon and Jamal Charles, like you said. Uh, Matt Ryan, he's been down, but I think he's still gonna be a probably a top five quarterback by the end of the year. Um Fitz and Jackson, he's gonna you know, hauling a ton of targets now with Glenn in a quarterback. He just chucks it up to Jackson all the time. Uh, and if you look at his backup running backs, for God's sakes, Lamar Miller, he's going to be, you know, he's a starter for the rest of the year now with no shot out. Mm-hmm. Justin Forsett, he's a starter for mm-hmm. Baltimore. He's getting all kinds of touches. Like you said, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, he's the freaking fourth receiver on this team, or fifth receiver. Oh, he's, just, he's so deep. I hate to say it, but he's so deep. So I have five Tim much higher. Word. So, okay, see. who's your number five? My number five is you. Here, you suck. <laughs> it's time I, for a shirt attack. I only have my self down as low as I do because of the fact that um, my guys have been outperforming. But um, you can go ahead and tell, talk about my team first. I do like your team a lot. 
the D train is back in full force. He's just crazy studly. Cutler's going to bonus every damn week. Yeah, I think I think I have a good shot of having the number one wide receiver and number one running back. Personally, Joe Bernard. Yeah. yeah, Bernard's looking like a stud. And I was worried last week when he got hurt, and then he came back and played. So it sounds like it was a minor shoulder. He's got down. a long ways to go to catch up to Demarco Murray, though. Yeah, true. That is true. But yeah. he's also yeah, he's got a lot less mileage on him. So certainly. Anyways, I just saying I got a shot. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, and well, two combo. I think with Palmer coming back, Floyd's gonna get even That's better. That's what I was just gonna say. Yep. And then uh, the the part that hurt was Cruz, uh, but I, I, I figured with. A, I was able to snatch Antonio Gates and Allen Robinson off the waiver wire this last week. And I think between Gates, Royal, and Robinson, I can piece together a wide, uh, wide receiver tight end flex. Yeah. So, yeah, you play the matchups pretty easily with those guys. So. Yeah. I'm not deep um, at running back, but uh, it's just I think I between Bell, Robinson, and uh, Asiata, I can piece together. And if Gerhardt can actually be healthy, but he sounds like he's been playing with a sprained ankle since week one. and. Is one of the reasons why he sucks so bad. Uh, it doesn't I'm, help that Jacksonville sucks either. No, so. I'm not too optimistic. On I'm still not dropping him. I'm just, I'm going to keep him just because I kept him. Unless I <laughs> absolutely, absolutely yeah. need to get rid of him. Or if he's out for the season, then I'll drop him. But for now, I'm keeping him. But anyway, so that's that's our number five. My number four is actually myself. So okay, um, the current number two, four and two. All right, you're you're up. Number four. Uh, my number four. That's where I have Scott. Spread it out. So, which is the best name ever, by the way. We talked about uh, shard attacks way better. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But you, yeah, you weren't there for the where the for the backstory for spread it on. So, no. that's what makes it special to me. As long, yeah, you're talking about peanut butter. So, yes. All right. <laughs> My number three team could easily be uh, probably the number one, and I probably should have them at number at least number two, but. Um, I got Buddha Rhubarb Butter mm-hmm. as the number three team, just because he's at three and three right now. Um, he is the highest scoring team in our division, and he's averaging a piss load of points. <laughs> um, and his team is it's it's pretty solid up and down, and he's just gonna be scarier second half season when he has Josh Gordon. Um, so yeah, assumedly, assumedly he's gonna have him. So that's I got Siler's team at number. four. Jolly good then. Uh, number three, I have the Street Jacket Superman. Wow, Dallas. Pull up his team here real quick. I I really like his team. Um, he's only got, his only weakness is his yeah. wide receiver two. I gotta play him twice this year. Bunch yeah. of crap. Rivers, Julio, Hilton, Murray, Edelman. Yeah, he's Marco Murray. He's got Macklin, Martin, Decker all on the bench. Anton Smith is going to continue to do what he does just because Dallas owns him. Uh, but, you know, he's <laughs> yeah. he's pretty solid all around. Is he the new uh, he's a, the new uh, John Coon? Yeah, he's running. He's a running back two away from I mean dominating this league. Yeah, that's that's his only weakness. Because yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean, he's he's a Demarco Murray bad game, you know, away from losing. But the rest, I mean, or Demarco Murray injury. injury. Oh, who's got Joseph Randall? I do. Yeah, well, if he doesn't end up in jail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Anyways, what's, what the hell's up with that? The dude makes half a million dollars a year and he steals cologne and underpants? Yeah. $120. Oh, my God. So dumb. Well, he got I already got fined like ten grand or something like what that. So idiot, yeah. Those are some really Stupid. expensive underpants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
stupid. DeMarco has almost a thousand total yards already. It's, wow. it's weak. He's played six games. Not holy crap. Alright. So that's Dallas, number three for you. Number two, I actually have Joe's team number eight. So I mean I I uh, really have Joe's team high up there. So you're welcome, Joe. That'll be the highest you ranked all year. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think he has the running backs and the depth to to compete with the, the teams that I have in the top three. Well, I know I know who your number one is, and my number one is Dallas right now. Okay. You know, because he's at the top, best record, most points. I think, it's, like I said, his team's, there's no weakness. Um, Siler's team could easily be the point-scoring team this year uh, um, and take over that and win the division. I just got to keep um, winning my matchups. If I went to lost, I, I could easily be 5-1 right now. I, I lost on that freaking... Drew Brees cleanup time oh, Dallas yeah. Cowboys game. So Yeah, Siler. Oh, what is he? My number two? Yeah, I have him at number two. Um so yeah, another great running back combo. Morris and Lynch, although they've been slowed down lately, I guess. Morris hasn't been so exciting. And that dominant Cowboys D really held Marshawn Lynch in check. Uh is Siler at number two? Yep. He's going to need to replace Noshan and Marino. So. And your number one is? Tim. Boo. Yeah. I, you want to talk about somebody with no weakness. Boo. I, mean, I like Tim's team better than Dallas' team just because he's got two running backs. You know, Dallas has that hole at RB2, but I mean, Tim's yeah, team. Tim, wide receivers even, aren't as good, though. Yeah, I guess I go for the overall. You know, and he's got such a good bench, too, that I just, when I looked at the teams, his... His team really jumped out at me as being, I thought, head and shoulders above everybody else, to be honest. Wow. I, I, I The one thing I was going to say after this power ranking is I think this is going to be, um, the, the there will be the most parity in this season. Than, and we had a lot of parity in the season last year, but I think we're going to see even more this year. Yeah. I, I think the, the winner of the league is going to only win 11, 12 games this season. I or agree. Before, it's usually about 13, 14. Well, and it's yeah, it's it's so, it's certainly shaping up that way because we're all really be, just kind of muddled at this know, point. And those, I mean, those teams that it's going to take a long. I think it's going to be it's going to be week twelve, week thirteen, week fourteen. By the time people are, I mean, I would say week fourteen where we we finally see our second team eliminated from the playoffs. Right. It's going to be a long time. I think well, last team, year, I mean, last it was time pretty everybody pretty much had a chance. Yeah, close to the end. You know, so I mean, it was it was exciting to finish last year. So I'm 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 expecting more of the same this year. Yeah. Okay. Well, we I should mean, probably got, yeah get through these uh, predictions for next week, and then we'll we'll table the we'll table the uh, watch call for next week. Fix stuff, okay. and we'll get uh we'll make sure we get some nonsense in next week. We just gotta get used to the the format again, yeah. so then we can speed things up. So, but yeah, we got I gotta get this wrapped up. Got stuff to do. Yeah. So we need children to feed. Yeah. <laughs> Who should we start with? Um, let's go with, um, whatever. Just, you start naming them. Man-coded bastards versus drunk in a battle of shitty teams. So the, the not game of the week is... Yes. Okay. Um, looking at the, the rosters here, I know who you're going to pick. Um, <laughs> I'm going to actually, I'm actually going to agree with you, and I'm going to pick the, the team I just said was the worst team in the league. <laughs> the drunk? Yes. All right. Yeah, this is actually, I think will be... Fairly close. I mean, 
Actually, to James' credit, he's got Dan Bailey, who's like the best kicker of all time. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Seriously, he's been really good. Well, he's he's like the most accurate or something, but yeah, high accurate. I was saying that sarcastically. But. Yeah, but whatever. All right, <laughs> let's let's find another matchup. Here. Okay, let's do perhaps the matchup of the week in Tim versus Siler, Bob Barker's bitches versus oh, yeah. Buddha Rhubarb Butter. Easily the matchup of the week. And uh, who's Tim going to put in a wide receiver here? He's got B-Jacks on by, so he's going to put in Roddy. Yeah, I'm going to say Roddy more. over DeAndre. Yeah, maybe. That's a close call. But that's just my opinion. I think that's what he's going to pick. I'd play DeAndre if I was him. He's been pretty solid yeah, all year, tough, except for yeah. last season, or last week. But I'm going to pick uh, Buddha Rhubarb Butter, because I think his team's better than Tim's. Mm. The hell you say. Well, let's see. Look at the matchups a little bit. No, I'm going to go Tim. Really? I think uh, I'm not scared of Le'Veon Bell or Jamal Charles' matchups against Houston and San Diego, respectively. Uh, Mike Wallace could have a big game against the lackluster and depleted Chicago Bears defense, well, the secondary more specifically. Brandon Cooks is pretty hit or miss, and facing Detroit, that's not the best. But uh, Oh, yeah. I'm going with Tim. Okay. We're going to go... What next? Your matchup against Joe sure Buck yourself. versus Joe Buck yourself. Um, Peyton Manning. Some high projected is, scores here. Yes, Peyton Manning is projected to score way too much, though. And I also asked John who the hell Sanu Holmes and Quick are. I've never <laughs> even heard of. I've never heard of her. Uh huh. Yeah. Them, that group of girls before. Um, I I just think I'm gonna I'm gonna keep up with my over seventy points per game the last like three weeks. You know if. Uh, um, if, a, if a Mexican yeah, guy just lost to another guy in race, you know what he'd say? Sanu, quick, Holmes. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I just made that up just That's now. That's funny. <laughs> Sanu, quick, Holmes. That's funny. All right. So what are you going to do? Gonna, I don't know. I was too busy making up a joke. Yeah. I think you should pick that joke. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's my winner. That should be there. That should be John's team name. Yeah. Sanu, That's... quick, Holmes. <laughs> Oh man, this is this is pretty tough for me. Let's see. I think. Oi, oi, oi! I don't know. Just I guess just to. Why is Giovanni Bernard listed as out? Yeah, he's not out. That's just from last week. Did. Yeah, they haven't updated. Residual outness. They wait till freaking Friday to update him. I guess. Yeah, that's dumb. But. Yeah, God. yeah. I freaked out like ten times just looking at that. <laughs> and then I click on it. It's like no, he's not out. Yeah. Usually I would give the tiebreaker to Peyton Manning, his team, but. Uh, I just don't like his wide receivers, and he's or Fred Jackson really. So I'm gonna go with you, Woo-hoo. the underdog actually by two points. Yeah. But well, that's what yeah. you get for being an overdog, John. Nobody um, likes an overdog. Next game is Straight Jack Superman. We're going you versus Dallas in your prelim oh. mat prelim rivalry week yeah. matchup. Um, and I don't even know if we need to discuss this much because I'm just gonna go with history. And history says Nate can't beat Dallas. Yeah. I finally did for the first time. Was it last year or two years ago? So. Could have been last year. Otherwise, I'm 0 for forever against him. Uh, and it's going to it's gonna continue. Uh, yeah. His T.Y. and his team Marco is too good. have just been hot. So, I got him. You're going to be. You'll probably have another solid 65, 70-point week and lose. Probably. There you go. <laughs> I'm used to it by now. It's two yeah. years now in a row. So, whatever. Right. Number eight versus Golden Girls. So, Joe's team versus Joe's JV team. 
I really <laughs> his hope, practice squad. Yes. <laughs> I really, 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 really hope the practice squad can can pull off the Cinderella. Well, here. the real question is: um, Will Luke replace Darren Sproles, who's on a bye? Yeah, exactly. Probably not. Well, Does Joe, he have anybody? Joe Luke will text Joe and say, "How's their roster look?" And yeah. Joe will say, "Don't worry, I've already said it." And that's literally, literally does not even have a running back to sub in. So. He's got Mark Ingram and Ryan Matthews yeah. on the bench. Well, yeah, there you go. Joe wins. Joe wins. Two weeks in a row, Joe's going to get God. just like last week. He just a bye week yeah, for the second week in a row. Yeah. Disgusting. Disgusted. And right, finally, the last oh, matchup okay. of Anderson, Aaron versus Scott. Wes loves Molly versus Spread It On. Best name. Yeah, I I think this is going to be a good game. Um, I would spread I peanut think, butter all over this matchup. I tell you I what, think, I think Watkins is actually going to. I can. I think he's going to. I can put set up that up. Ninety plus yards on the Vikings and two touchdowns. He's going to have a coming out party. Who's gay? Sammy Watkins. Is. Oh yeah. And I think Tom Brady is going to continue his his uh, three hundred yard plus three touchdown ways. Yeah, he's really. I think he got pissed off when everybody said that. He, he sucks. You know, he needs a walking stick and everything, yeah. so because he's so, so old. I'm actually gonna pick the upset here. I'm gonna pick Aaron. Wow! Look at you. Talk myself into it. Oh man, I look at Ben Tate against Jacksonville, and I see about 150 yards and two touchdowns, and I think yeah, that's gonna happen. be enough for him to take down Aaron. So, oh yeah, I'm gonna go with Scottrick. Good call. So that'll wrap up. That's that's the show. Week seven. It's of perfect the length because that's about what this is what we that's are. What she using. said, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's funny." <laughs> that, that, but she never says that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah me either. Yeah. What do you do? <sighs> All right. Well, with that, uh, we will be back with more funny business next week as we roll through. It's, it's good to be back. More, more fast. It's yeah. Good to be back, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Email the show. Yeah. Talk shit. Yeah, bring it on. Tell your friends. You, uh, yeah, hey, if you got problems that you need fixing in your life, yeah, send those out. We're yeah. gonna need them for next week. I mean, we've got a, we've got a long, long list already of backlogged emails, but yeah, well, we could use some fresh ones. If uh, if you know, if, put if, your first and last name on the end of it, so we can put it on the show, and yeah, nobody ever puts their first or last name on there. They always put their just their first name or anything. It's like they don't want to be recognized. Or yeah, something. it's so dumb. I don't understand it. Oh, I gotta make fun of. It. Did you read the whole? Uh, um, Keeper weekend or the keeper update, and then color coded. Yes. And then I was like, I'm still trying to figure that out, and I still don't think Joe realizes that that he spelled be, coded wrong. It'd be coded. Yeah. C O D E D. Coded. Well, he still doesn't even know fucking how to say Jesse and I. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not expecting. Jesse. He clearly doesn't have a grasp on the English language. It's gonna be funny when Molly comes home from second grade and he goes, Dad, it's. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Molly and I. Yeah, you, you've been saying it wrong my whole life. Yeah, I hate you as a father. <laughs> You're terrible. Go hang yourself in a closet. You disgusting uh, person with no hair. She's yeah. gonna say that too. Someday. I'm sorry, Joe. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's all I got. All right. Well, until next week, then, folks. May the fantasy gods shine upon you.
Turn on 